1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get ready for another big midweek of league action. Ryan Jack is out of Rangers against Hibs tomorrow as Giovanni van Bronckhurst hints at contract talks for Alfredo Morelos. Ange Postacoglous Hoping Kyogo and Turnbull Can feature in Europe At some point After being included In the squad And Lee Griffiths Signs for Falkirk I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight Is Gordon DL And Roger Hanna
2: Yeah Gordon The Celtic juggernaut Rolls on to Aberdeen Tomorrow after that Four goal showing At Motherwell on Sunday Can they stay top And add to the pressure On Stephen Glass Rangers will look to build On their five goal winning Over Hearts When the other side of Edinburgh Arrives at Ibrox Can they repeat the defeat And add to the pressure On Sean Maloney And can St Mirren who I saw beat Maloney's Hibs on Saturday. Can he close the gap on you and Motherwell in this thrilling fight for top six places?
3: Yeah, after an exciting weekend again, Gordon. Plenty of goals. Celtic Rangers bang on form. It's a good card tomorrow night. Um, Aberdeen-Celtic will be a, a, a... very, very good game indeed. Celtic going up there, really in great form, playing some ter- terrific football, scoring goals. Uh, and Rangers coming off of that 5-0, drubbing of hearts that Ibrox take on the other Edinburgh side. Hibs, so looking forward to tomorrow night.
1: 01419511025, that is the number you need, so pick up the phone and put your point across to Roger Hanna or Gordon DL. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. But well, we say it every night because we mean it. We like to speak to you on the phones if possible. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Not long for you two to dwell because quite often you are picking up the scraps left over uh, from the weekend, which you may still do. Two very convincing wins uh, for the teams at the top. However, uh, no
2: time to hang around because full we'll fixture card tomorrow. Well oh, that's a thing. And there actually weren't many scraps at the weekend garden. It was too stylish. Wins for the Old Firm teams On Sunday I watched I watched both games I watched Celtic Really go through the gears At Furt Park Tom Rogge exceptional Leila Bada With another goal and, and that Put a bit of pressure On Rangers They were under enough pressure After the Old Firm defeat At that stage of a four points adrift Having once had a seven point lead And it was really Important That they reacted And I don't think Any of us really expected Quite such a reaction Against a Hearts team Who are cemented In the third place Third Best team in the country in this season, and Rangers just brushed them aside. So it certainly wasn't scrappy, it was very effective by both teams.
3: I think what the weekend showed us, Gordon, was the gap. First and second played third and fourth, nine goals scored by first and second, none conceded. So there's a bit of a gap there, but uh, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night because it'll be an exciting fixture list.
1: Yeah I mean great for Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals competition But uh, not so good for uh, Motherwell and Hearts I have to say Uh, But let's hear from you On the phones then 01419511025 Some really interesting stuff uh, Coming out of the press conferences today Ange Postacoglu Giving updates on Turnbull And Kyogo Talking about how clinical They've been recently And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Ryan Jack out for tomorrow Rangers fans How big a blow is that Given what you've seen from him In the last game and a half Still no debut from the start for Aaron Ramsey What do you make of that? So how would you uh, line up against Hibbs tomorrow? And what about Alfredo Morelos' contract? I actually can't believe we're round to that already It doesn't seem like so long ago uh, he's signed But he is up at the end of next season And the Rangers manager speaking today about looking into that soon Is that something you would encourage Rangers to do? Is that something you think is a priority? Or is it something you think can wait? Let's hear from you right now 0141951 one o oh, two five. We'll start by hearing from the Rangers boss, who says Ryan Jack picked up an ankle injury against Hearts. He will miss tomorrow's match after a challenge uh, from Benny Benningame. But Van Bronckhorst doesn't think it's too serious and also wants to move on from complaints about bookings given to Balogun and Bassi.
4: No, I think it's not that serious. Of course, he had injury, he get a knock on his ankle during the game, which gave him a lot of discomfort. So uh, hopefully we can make him ready uh, in the next days to train again. So it's not a serious injury, only uh, the game tomorrow is too soon. You know, with a tight schedule and many games in a week, sometimes uh, the game just comes too quick. Both uh, Leon and both Kelvin uh, so they were they were at the ball uh, first and hit the ball like uh, normally. So, uh, but you know, a yellow card is a yellow card. If you keep accumulating yellow cards, it would definitely be a suspension. So, I can I can understand the thinking of my players. You know, overall, you have to be uh, happy with the five nil and and move on because, as I said before, the ref is taking the decision. Uh, he's taking the decisions uh, you know with the knowledge and the view he has got on the pitch. And we have to respect that. Oh, it's it's quite easy to to watch the tackles afterwards and say, okay, there are no there are no fouls. But uh, you know the ref doesn't have a you know uh, a replay. He doesn't have VAR. So it's you know those are difficult moments for him as well. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones.
1: What do you make of Ryan Jack's injury? How big a blow is that, albeit just looks like for one game. Um no Aaron Ramsey from the start yet, says the manager. And we'll get to that Alfredo Morelos contract soon as well. So get your calls in. Let's bring in John and Corker Hill first though. Hi, John.
5: Good
6: evening, Gordon. How's it going? Not too bad. Good, Good evening, lads. Good uh,
7: John.
6: Listen, I heard you talking there about just let's, let's just let this go, be what they call calm. I'm afraid I can't, because the same man booked who actually went for the ball got the ball but unfortunately went through the player I could well see why him gave a free kick the exact same thing for Balligan and Willie him indicated he went through and got the ball but he got the man at the same time he was standing five yards for the jack tackle when the heart slide went in now that like could have done serious damage in Jack Wally Colum puts his hands up to play on now what is the difference I would like to ask a panel and there was those two
2: tackles I've already said about the Rangers players. Roger, what is um, the difference? Well, the difference is Wally Collum didn't see the full picture of the Benny Beningame and, and Ryan Jackman. Otherwise, you would have given a free kick and possibly booked Beningame for the challenge. unfortunate Ryan Jack's injured <coughs> and misses the game tomorrow. Um, uh, for me, it's no more than, it's a foul, it's a free kick, probably a booking as well. I think Wally Collum just hasn't seen it properly, to be perfectly honest. I think Giovanni van Bronco spoke well today um, a couple of times now. He's mentioned VAR. I think he is an advocate of VAR. I think he would like to see it brought in. And then at moments like that, you know, the video assistant referee can shout in his ear and let him know that well, something. You know, he wouldn't know, would you? That's no, the thing. That's possibly, possibly, it's a, it's a broader possibly, possibly point, but possibly a, a, not. A free kick and a
1: booking in the middle yeah. of the pitch doesn't involve VAR. No,
2: but I think in in, in general terms. I think Giovanni van Bronckers mm. would like VAR brought in And probably until six times as VAR comes in He doesn't strike me as the type who is going to slam referees Yeah, doesn't he? said, you know, be yeah. happy
1: with the 5-0 He understands some of the frustrations But he, he's almost sympathised with, with the referee there, yeah. have, you, have you spoken to Wally about this instance? Well, do you know what? Actually, if I could just interject here, if you, if you don't mind I am a bit worried about this Because I feel like, I think he's compromised I was mm. trying to eat my lunch yesterday um, <laughs> Quite disturbing <laughs> And uh, Gordon was in the gym And sent me a picture of Willie
2: yeah.
1: That was column. He was in yeah. training at the same time And uh, a selfie, no, no less Yeah, the um, chat with him uh, So, I mean, you're not going to come on here And criticise your best mate Come on, did look, he get look, it wrong? I,
3: I've got to say, I had a chat uh, About, you know, the criticism That referees come in, uh, in for Gordon And he's like most referees I've, I've known and, and I meet and I know And I speak to they accept to make mistakes, of course they do They accept that, they'll put their hand up to that They're not saying that they get every decision right um, I think that it's a very hard game to referee now Because of the pace of the game and the way the players move the ball They get one look at it, Gordon I, I, I thought the Rangers manager was brilliant today, the way he's come out You know, it's very easy in aftermath of maybe losing a game Or something doesn't go right Target the referee Right That's that's easy way out And I've been there myself As a, as an ex-manager You know You have a dig at the referees But I like the way The Rangers manager Handled that today Because he knows As a top Top player as well People make mistakes It's Human nature They make mistakes And referees Are in the spotlight for it So No I'm delighted He's come out with Not the backing of referees But Probably the sympathy Saying I know how hard a job this is
1: uh, I mean, John. The, the football ramification here is Ryan Jack misses the game tomorrow. It will be one game. I think the manager doesn't sound like it's too serious, and even pointing out that on another schedule he would make the next game. If you like, it just so happens that there's a a midweek fixture. How much will you miss him, John? Given the last you know game and a half that
6: he's played, massively, massively. The the, the guy just came in and, and he just it was as if he was never away. He absolutely controlled the whole game. I'm I'm just saying about Wally, I'm not picking Wally Colum or any other referees. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, stating a fact. It seems to be very convenient for Wally to just oh it's a Rangers a bang, there's a yellow card right away. Oh you went through the ball, you went through the man to get the ball and then when it happens to Ryan Jack, he very conveniently, Oh, I didn't see that. As Gordon Dude could you just said, Oh, I didn't see that. Gordon, I did see it. He was standing five yards here. Is it spec
1: Savers anonymous? He's playing what? Sounds a little bit like you are picking on, on Willie Collum there, though, John. I mean, you said on one hand, you know, you're not, and then you went on to say that he 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 finds it convenient to book Rangers players and convenient to let opposition players away with it. If that's not trying to cast aspersions about Willie Collum, what is it?
6: God, that's only facts, mate. That's
1: well, it's not. It's not. A f- hold on, hold on, John. Let's be extremely clear about the difference between fact and opinion here. Willie Collum finding it convenient to book Rangers players and not book opposition players. That is not a fact. You can, you can use the word all you want, but that's not what fact means.
6: Well, I think if you, if you look at the amount of bookings Willie Collum gives Rangers players during games, you'll find that is very convenient for Willie Collum. Now the problem is we've got Gio coming out saying I'll oh, just let the referees go on with their game We've done that for years This is the same man saying day Kandace for On Kisses at Love Street
1: But don't, but John It was like a week ago, two weeks ago There was an 8 point letter of complaint put in Rangers don't let this stuff lie all the time 99.9% of
6: the time they do
1: Alright so we're bringing it down 0.1 of a percent After last week uh, Roger I think this platform obviously that listen that's what we're here for. Fans want to complain about referees, great. That that's 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 part and parcel of it. Um but I, th- I think there's there's obviously going to be a there's a scale here and you can see where Giovanni Van Bronker sits on it. If it's a, a match altering decision, a ball that's crossed the line and it doesn't go your way, you've had a penalty denied, a sending off, these are the ones that are really going to get you going. And then you you're coming down to this one which you said should have been a foul, possibly should have been a booking for Beningame that wouldn't have changed much for Ryan Jack The manager wants to Sort of not get caught up in this stuff But again I, I, I sort of get why Why John and others yeah, Don't and share and that
2: Listen I can understand The manager's point of view He has just seen his team bounce back With a comprehensive win Against the third best team in the league And we'd probably he's, rather discuss that And and well He's now got a home game against Hibs And I think he realises His focus And the focus of his players Must now be on this title race Because this title race Is mm. balanced on a knife edge You could go either way Rangers have a home game Celtic are up at Aberdeen And be Without Ryan Jack We suspect Stephen Davis Will maybe come back Into the team To replace him tomorrow night He will want A similar performance From his players
3: Tomorrow That he got on Sunday
2: To keep the heat On Celtic at the top
3: where John? Where John's right Gordon Just quickly Is Ryan Jack is is going to be a big miss Because he's been terrific In the last Well he came on at Celtic Mm -hmm. Park And then at the weekend I thought uh, Until the 67 or 70 minutes Whatever he played I thought he was Terrific
1: Yeah Uh, Let's bring in Thomas Who's also a Rangers fan uh, In Govan (coughs) What's your point tonight Thomas?
8: Hello panel um, Thanks very much Keep me back for my dinner I have to Poor chops here Wait my dinner there oh,
1: Don't let me keep you From your poor chops Thomas <laughs> Absolutely not Just keep the keep. You can keep your point short And get back to your dinner yeah. What's on your mind
8: ah, will do mate uh, God My point is To Gordon and Roger Is Regarding Aaron Ramsey Bringing him over um, For Rangers Obviously still no match fit I don't see the point The games are running down In the league what is the point of bringing that player? Is it just a um, like a start? He is a great player, but he's injury prone. When's he ever going to play for Rangers? When? When? Mm. When?
1: When? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's injured, Roger. Mm. He's just not ready to start yet.
2: Yeah, I would imagine he got 15 minutes. I think in Sunday when when the game was won, I would imagine he would get at least 15 minutes tomorrow night. If Rangers are in The position that they want to be in I'd be surprised If it was involved Annan on Saturday night oh, On I'm a sure plastic that's pitch That's a perfect down star, there. Is it
1: glamorous tie not, I'm
2: not so sure You'll see no. either Aaron Ramsey or Ryan Jack For Annan on Saturday night Given uh, Nothing the matter With an artificial surface But I just think It's it's one that's not necessary To risk them on If you know what I mean um, So They'll get Aaron Ramsey Working At the training ground They'll get him up to speed um, You might see him Make a start in the European mm. game Or perhaps the Back to the league game after that, but there's still a few games. You know, there's what thirteen. Well, twelve, 12 left? after tomorrow because he's not going to yeah, start 12 tomorrow. Twelve after tomorrow in the league, plus the Scottish Cup, plus Europe. Um, clearly, Rangers think he's going to be fit enough to make an impact in the running What do you think,
1: Gordon? I, I get on one hand where, where Thomas is coming from. You know, there're there twelve league <laughs> games left. If he doesn't start tomorrow, there're twelve more opportunities. But then Roger. Is pointing out, you know, add Europe, had the cup, still worthwhile yeah. for you?
3: Um, yeah, if he can get him up and running. I, I was a bit surprised at the weekend that, as Roger said, 15 minutes. I thought they were that comfortable. They could have maybe got him on the park for a little bit more game time. Um, I'm sort of I'm sort of going against Roger a little bit. If he's only going to get another 15, 20 minutes tomorrow, I think you will see him, man. I really do. Um, they've got to get him up to speed somewhere along the line. Um, I know what Roger's saying That there's great opportunities For clubs like Rangers You can play closed door games Get them But it's not the same You've got to go get competitive games And the quicker they get him up and Running so that he can get through A 70 minutes Or an 80 minutes I think the better for Rangers Because that's what they brought him in for He's a big name player He's here to deliver He's got to get the opportunity to go and show them
1: Thomas, I, I get it because he's the big name signing You want to see him But at the same time Rangers midfield played well Without him at the weekend And even guys like John Lundstrom coming in And, and making an impact Is there any real hurry Whilst you're doing okay In that department after the weekend?
8: Gordon, Gordon they did Rangers did play well obviously against Hearts But I agree with Gordon Dale um, You're bringing that player in You want to see him um, he, he comes with you a big pass um, he's a great, he is a great player We want to see him and If he has match fit Get him playing Get him playing Play him the first Don't play him, bring him on for the last 15 minutes 20 minutes Get him for the start If he needs to be substituted Later on in the game Fair enough But get him on for the start Let's see what this boy can do for Rangers
2: It's strange though Thomas Because we talk about you know 12 or 13 league games Cup games European games The way the two teams looked on Sunday Rangers season And Celtic season Could come down to two games The game at Ibrox On the 3rd of April The game at Celtic Park After the split Because as dad says They look so superior At the minute To the other 10 teams In the league This title race Might be decided By the two derbies And, And if Aaron Ramsey Shows up and plays In the two derbies And And Influences the two derbies The way Rangers want them to That may be enough
1: I've seen this point made a lot Since the weekend And I wonder if that's a bit of Recency bias Give me my Oh yeah uh, My rough attempt to stick up For, for wee teams everywhere yeah. One week ago Celtic had to go to the 90 Whatever minute To score against Dundee United And, and, and on the same, same day Rangers County. dropped point at yeah, Ross County i
2: if, if Sunday was anything to go by And Daz had made that point you know, That's the third and fourth Best teams in the country Celtic and Rangers played against yeah. We're now entering what is officially termed as the title running? in uh, Thank you to Thomas Let's bring in
1: John Who's a Rangers fan on the line And get his take on Ryan Jack Missing for tomorrow John How big a blow is that for you?
9: Uh, good evening uh, Roger Gordon Gordon Hi hey John uh, I think It's a massive blow I, I said the other day on social media I gave up on my, my Christmas and birthday presents To keep Ryan Jack uh, fit for the rest <laughs> of the season For the rest of the year Because but it can win against Celtic. Obviously, the game was kind of done. It's just showed the difference the other day there against Hearts, and it's just been so unlucky with injuries. And I reckon if we hadn't had so many injuries for the Rangers over the years, he'd probably be our captain by now. And I just even just for uh, Scotland as well, we've got a big game coming up. I think he would make so much difference if we could get fit and just continually be fit. 'Cause see when he went down on Sunday, I just went, oh no, here we go again. And he he got up and he walked off, but I just feel as if he's so unlucky with injuries, and it just needs a clean break. The, the guy, I mean, maybe would not even a Celtic fan would wish him not to have a bad uh, injury record. He's had because it's no fair in the guy, and he's. I just wish he'd just get a clean run. Yeah, I don't know that,
1: that, that's a, a very valid point. I think Roger, there's a wider picture here. Um, know This can happen in football It's a tackle from Beningame He lands in the back of Ryan Jack's ankle He's injured But it is another injury Now that's not me saying this is Ryan Jack's fault Of course it's not But sometimes (laughs) players just get in that rut Don't they? And it's one thing after another
2: Uh, Listen I think you'd be more worried If it was a recurrence of a previous injury It's a fresh injury It's a a trauma injury if you like From the challenge by Beningame at the weekend Uh, Ryan Jack The level of performance he produced In 45 minutes at Celtic Park And 90 minutes at Ibrox was quite incredible, given the length of time he had been out the team. It showed he's a player who can be influential for Rangers in this title run, and I'm quite sure Steve Clark will have an eye in it as well with a big World Cup playoff coming mm. up next month. Because he's talked a few times about how important Ryan Jack and Callum McGregor were together in Belgrade the night of the playoff against Serbia before the Euros. I think Ryan Jack would come back in. He's thinking internationally as well.
3: Yeah, I agree with Roger on the injury front It's a knock mm-hmm. It's uh, Any player can pick up a knock, Gordon It's not one of those injuries he's been missing for so long He's come back It's a, not a oh, recurrence a, a, a recurrence of it Then I think that would be a big, big worry I agree with Roger He's missed a lot of football He looks like he's to his You know, his, he looked very sharp I thought coming on against Celtic Yes, the pace of the game had died down But he had a terrific effort It come off the bar And against Hearts I thought uh, Morelos had just edged them for Manly match. I thought he was terrific in the middle part. Thanks,
1: John. Nice to hear from you. 01419511025 Celtic fans. Great time for you to call because Ange Postacoglu is talking about being clinical, capitalising on dominance, and an update on Turnbull and Kyogo. So we'll bring you that next. Get your calls in.
0: You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger
1: Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you want to pick up the phone And put your point across to the guys You can also tweet us as well At Clyde SSB So pick up that phone uh, And let us know We've got huge games tomorrow Six of them A full card Aberdeen Celtic Dundee United Motherwell Hearts Dundee Rangers Hibs Ross County Livy And St Mirren St Johnston um, so we're very much looking forward to them Then onto the Cup uh, In the weekend as well So lots to look forward to And a busy weekend That we're just off the back of We're about to hear from Ange Postacoglu Very soon Let's hear one final thought From Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Quickly Because he says that Contract talks with Alfredo Morelos Could start soon uh, The Colombians' current deal Is up at the end of next season
4: I didn't have a chat with him About his long-term future But uh you know, he's definitely a player who's important for us, uh, for the club as well. And uh, I think he's uh, uh, he's enjoying his football at the moment. So uh, yeah, you know, if your players uh, out of contract next and after next season, of course, I think the the talks will 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 happen uh, somewhere this year to see how the future is um, for both sides. So, uh, but you know. I'm, I'm happy with Morelos and happy uh, with the performances he's um, he's putting, uh, you know, putting it uh, on the pitch. So um, you know, more than happy with him. And uh, contract-wise, yeah, we have to somewhere this this season. Uh, I think talks will begin.
1: Uh, Alan is a Rangers fan, by the way. Colin, who was calling in from Airdrie, we were trying to get you back there, Colin. You were about to come on and you just disappeared. So give us a shout uh, if you're there. Don't want you to miss out. Alan on the line. What about that, Alan? How much of a priority would you make that um, to start looking into Alfredo Morelos's contract?
10: Top priority. Uh, I think the three games that he was missing just shows how much we miss him, even when he is having one of his moods of that. He's still a very important player at the Rangers football club.
1: Yeah, I mean, Roger, the the, the beauty, if you like, of, of Alfredo Morelos, the character, if I ask that question a couple of months ago, maybe the answer is not quite as emphatic, but when you ask it after a performance like... Sunday, you can see why fans like Alan want that dealt with. Yeah, and
2: I'll make two points on it, Gordon. One is think of the strikers that Rangers have had at the club during Morelos' time there. Itton, Ruth, Defoe, Sakala, Greg Stewart, even going back to the Eduardo Herreras of this world. Nobody's come anywhere near Morelos in terms of goals, in terms of influence in the team. He, is, as Daz said, Daz with have given him man in a match against Hearts at the weekend. He is so influential to this Rangers team. Alan mentioned how much weaker they look for the three games without him He's crucial to Rangers now And he's going to be crucial to Rangers in this title race The second point it would make is Think of all the phone calls we've had in this show this season About Connor Goldson's contract This is what happens nowadays when a player gets into the final year of his deal mm. There's this doubt, there's anxiety, there's concern, there's, there's worry You can multiply that by 50 if Alfredo Morelos gets into the final year Of his contract And hasn't signed An extension with Rangers So I think I don't expect anything To be done soon Giovanni said He, ha- he hasn't spoken to him Yet about his long term future But I think the summer Is going to be crucial I think the summer Either needs to sign An extension Or Rangers would actually Have to look at If he's not going mm. to sign to Rangers would have to look At selling him
1: We we'll not have to Gordon obviously mm. But you, we've seen Numerous examples Of when That doesn't happen There were obviously some High profile ones We spoke about last summer At Celtic That becomes that That point You either need the player To, to commit and stay or you, or you try and cash in And get as much back As you can
3: Yeah I'm not surprised The Rangers managers uh quite keen and sitting down Having a chat about You know Extending his contract Gordon Because he's responded Under him uh, I thought he was Absolutely Brilliant at the weekend I thought his link-up play um, His goals were very good uh, His first one, the desire to get in for the back post And then, you know, the one with his left foot Fantastic goals, good striker I thought just his all-round play at the weekend Sorry, Sunday against Hearts was was excellent And he's responded under a new manager And that's why the new manager looks at players When you get into the building You're wanting players You think Right, w- I want to build a team round some and Morelis is certainly one of them He's had his doubters on here And people talking about What's he worth And I would sell him He's want to leave Or whatever Roger's right He's the best centre forward In the building And if you've got a guy With the quality of that That can give you a goal return Then you've got to do everything In your power to keep him Or get the top money for him If you can
1: Did we see the importance of him At the weekend Alan? What, what did you make of his contribution? Oh,
10: I thought he had an excellent game uh, which Maybe the different role Stephen Gerrard gave him, uh, he's went back up top again. But his link-up play has improved immensely, uh, and his contributions very, very good. Can I have one more quick point, please? Go on, then make it
1: really quick if you can.
10: Right, really quick, just to the panel. Do you think uh, Scottish football fans uh, have been treated as second-class citizens again? For a simple reason: in Scotland, we need as much income as we possibly can. And do you think it's about time, I know what happened in 1980, but do you think it's about time that you were allowed to sell alcohol in the concourses after watching the rugby on Sunday and actually standing with cans of beer? You're not allowed a, bottle, a plastic bottle of water in our football stadiums?
1: That's a very good question, Alan. That's quite the change of direction, but I'm happy for a short answer, Roger. We, can, and, we could probably do a four-hour phone-in on that alone. Mm, Maybe
2: we will one day. Question one... Second class citizens I'm not too sure about There was a reason, and the reason is historic we all, we all know the reason why there is no alcohol in Scottish football Is it a jar that you can do it at one sport and not the other? Um, yeah, I mean I've seen both I've been at the rugby, uh, I've had a pint at the rugby I've been at the football and, and you don't get a pint What I will say is, you know, football fans have ample opportunity To have a couple of pints before the game And have a couple of pints after the game
1: Add to the occasion though and increase revenue and so on as Alan
2: says Yeah, listen It would do all of those things I believe there are clubs Who are pro the idea Um, If the majority of clubs Wanted to do it though They would put together a plan To go to the SPFL I I think the majority are happy With the status quo
1: Alan, we'll definitely revisit that At some point I think we'll have to Raises its head every now and then Thank you Alan We're going to here from Ange Postecoglou, Celtic fans. Good time to get your calls in. He says the clinical nature of the last two games has been a vast improvement. He says they need to keep capitalising on their dominance to make them even better.
11: When I keep saying seek improvement, that's yeah, you know, that's the area we're probably not struggled with, but we've really dominated games and yet. You know, we've kept oppositions in it. Um, we haven't been as clinical. Now, some of that is because we've been very disrupted in the front third in terms of personnel and and really we haven't had a, a real run of games where, you know, we, we, we've been able to, to sort of put combinations together. But, uh, you know, from my perspective, I think if we can continue to, capitalize on the dominance we have in games by, you know, in our in our front third being really clinical, then it'll make us an even tougher proposition. Because as you can see, with most games, you know, teams will tend to drop off us, even if they try and press us, us scoring first changes the dynamic of the game because it forces the opposition in to do maybe things that they didn't want to do if if their whole game plan was to stop us. And I think the last sort of couple of games, we've been able to do that. What do you make of that Brian As a Celtic fan Listening to that
1: explanation Of the way
7: things have been going recently
11: I think, I think the man's an
7: absolute genius Basically I, I was I was on to speak about uh, Andrew tonight And his philosophy is incredible It is It's like stripping back All of the fluff And the faff that we've had for years With different managers Trying to make the simple beautiful game something more complicated this man this man does not have a superstar player there is not one player that i can say wednesday night we had 12 13 players who went out with the belief that they were all in a, a, like a cog in a machine whose job was to be as entertaining because that is their job that you've got 61,000. the best part. 61,000 people sitting at Celtic Park on the edge of their seat. This man has been in the building for six, seven months. He is the he's the best signing we've had since Henrik Larsson. Since uh, you know, like I'll go as far back as it is Jotstein. I'm not putting him in the, in the wrong bracket. This man, woe betide you. Um, media guys who ask the wrong question or try to put words in this man's mouth because he shoots you down like a superstar. He is the he's the superstar in this this squad. He's the superstar in this team, and yet he's as ordinary and passionate about that that um, you know those values that we have in the stand. is actually amalgamating us now. I'm going to get on to Hugh because Hugh will only take my call. Hugh says in August, and he's not apologised yet, another, Ange means another one, not good enough. Another, not good enough. Well, Hugh, I, I think you're going to change your mind the way that you've changed, or Rangers are only going to beat. And then said, oh, do you think I care? I think you do care. Watching this man's um, craft. Brian, that, Brian, you do know he isn't here, yeah? I know he's not All here. Right, he will Because he won't... He won't he won't take my calls What do you mean Hugh
1: doesn't He doesn't answer the phones Are joking Hugh can barely work His own <laughs> Nokia on his mobile He doesn't number. answer the phones
7: Let me Let me Let me reiterate What I was saying So He has brought in Players Who were already Into the in, in Scotland Who were already In the team He's made them Far better players He's then went out And spent Seven Eight million pounds On four players That really you couldn't imagine them not in the team. You could spend eight million pound on a journeyman coming up to England and and, and blown out of the water, not making it. But you look at the the four lads, for, the three lads for Japanese, uh, for Japan, and then O'Reilly. That to me in the January window, when we really don't ever do good business, sometimes we do all right with one player. But that is incredible. Yeah,
1: it was interesting there. Gordon, to hear Ange Postecoglou explaining it. I mean, I'm, I'm sure most people got this from the outside, but the importance of that foot to the floor early mm-hmm. on, but then making that dominance count. Because if it doesn't, then other teams get something to hold on to. They they don't need to come out. They they, they don't need to change uh, what what they are doing. That's what we've seen recently. Start quick, but score quick.
3: Well, you see, uh, the the perfect example I thought was Time Castle, Gordon. I thought for 60 minutes Celtic were rampant They were brilliant They were right at Hearts 2-0 up The third goal The game's dead um, Hearts get a goal And obviously miss apparently. Um, But I've got to say Where I do agree Brian went on there a lot about Poster Where I do agree with him is He's been a fantastic signing You can't deny that uh, He's one of the few managers That has built a team just now And everything's going great for him that and I'm, I, I hate to say this. I would go and pay money to watch his football. I think it's exciting. Why do you
1: hate to say that? Because you're tight, yeah. I
3: don't like paying money to go anything. and watch football. So that's the biggest compliment <laughs> I can possibly give this guy. I you like
1: pay full price,
3: wouldn't you? No, I would, I, I, I would try and get a comp seeing he's been an team teammate, but I just think that his signings have been on the money. Um, the pace of the game he plays is on the money, the style of football. If you're a Celtic fan going along there, week in, week out, watching this just now, you've got to be enjoying it. I thought it was a great weekend of football. Sunday, and I'll, I'll put Rangers into it as well, I've really enjoyed watching them playing hard, scoring five. But this team, the way he's got them, the energy about them, and the good thing for Celtic, and we all witnessed it the weekend, Gordon, was... After he's starting a living He makes substitutions It's now quality coming on the park You know It wasn't that long ago He had young players And he didn't have the strength And players to go on And change the game Now he's got international Quality players Coming off the park They're going brilliantly
1: Uh, Thank you to Brian Not only was it A big weekend On the league table On the goal difference column It meant some difference To this as well
0: Clyde won. Super Scoreboard. Golden Goals.
1: Now, we have a huge cash prize to give away at the end of the season, but it is linked to the number of goals that Celtic or Rangers score between now and then. It's Super Scoreboard's golden goals. Every time they hit the back of the net, we add more and more and more money. To the jackpot this weekend What a difference it made We're now sitting at £8,750 To give away to one lucky person After the nine goals scored at the weekend They're both back in action tomorrow Rangers hosting Hibs Celtic facing Aberdeen at Pittodrie. Now one person who enters Will win every single penny And this is going to roll on till the end of the season Just think what that total will look like uh, Come May So to enter text Goal to 61025 That's G-O-A-L To six one zero two five two £2 to text Plus your standard message rate Over 18s only The full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com And the lines close 6 o'clock Saturday 21st of May Which is Scottish Cup Final day So if you fancy it Text GOAL To 61025 Good luck 01419511025
0: 01419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 to join in Let's hear from Ange Postecoglou some more He says David Turnbull and Kyogo's inclusion In the Europa League conference squad Is in the hope that they could be ready at some point He says Turnbull's recovery progress Is two or three weeks ahead of Kyogo's
11: no, you just read into that, that, you know, if they're fit and available, they'll be in the, in the, in the squad. Um, you know, we, to be fair, Dave's obviously closer because his injury happened before um, Kyogo, So he's probably two, three weeks ahead of Kiorgo. So, uh, you know, again, I, I haven't put timeframes on it because I think it's, um, you know, I, I could end up being wildly out, um, but. You know, Dave's uh, working hard. Kyogo's working hard. Um, you know, I expect to see Dave before Kiogo. But in terms of the European, um, yeah, they're both in the squad because, um, you know, hopefully they, they're they available at some time for us. I
1: guess there's two ways of looking at that, Roger. I saw this yesterday and, and we, we mentioned that, you know, oh, they're, they're included in the squad. That, that must mean they're going to be back and they're going to be fit. But I, I guess at the same time, unless you've got anyone else that you're desperate to put in the squad... At their expense Then you'd be as well Just keeping them in anyway And if they're not Back fit in time to feature Then so be it
2: Well listen You could be glass half full Or glass half empty I actually took it As an optimistic Thing yesterday David Turnbull There's and saying Turnbull be a couple of weeks Down down the line That probably fits in With the time frame That was given After he was injured In the League Cup final Kyogo was injured The following week The Boxing Day game At Perth um, And there had been Sort of mixed messages About Mm -hmm. Kyogo There was never really Any definitive period of time he was going to be out Ange didn't really, I don't think he buys into that sort of thing, you know, saying such and such about for such a period of time and I think maybe when, when people don't give you a definitive time scale it just adds to the sort of conjecture about it all if you like so I took it as a real positive that Keogh was in the squad and then when you listen to Ange today, again I took it as a positive as well that there is a sort of time frame not too far in the future when he will be available for selection, it's not as if he's going to be out for an enormous
3: period of time He's good for not answering The question directly I've got to say Poster Cogley. He doesn't give time frames He's he, he admits he's not The physiotherapist He just takes the word He always says They're working hard That's all he's interested in He won't rush them back Gordon Because Right now David Turnbull's went from One of their uh, Most important players He got an injury and now people are going He'll need to really fight for his place To get back in Kyogo's a difference He's he's set the ground running brilliant But he won't be rushed Because just now They don't really need them But They'd make them stronger Getting them back
1: uh, Let's go back to the phones We'll bring in James Who's a Rangers fan in Barhead I think he's got a point about Ange Postacoglu as well though James, take it away Yeah, so this is where I
12: get the sewn By my family um, right. I've seen one of my guys in my shop Who's a Celtic fan And I would say with the job he's done so far, regardless of the outcome of the season, I would probably put Posta Koglu eh, down as manager of the year, um, purely because I think he's done in six months what it took Gerrard, about two or three seasons to do, because to try and, like, and put in context, I think Celtic got a batter last season, um, sort of points-wise and performance-wise, etc. To now, from a team with Rangers, time, we haven't split up that much this season. And all of a sudden we're behind in a leak I think the transformation across the city has been, been amazing So I wouldn't go as far as saying that one of the previous calls The best sign was last when I have sure up But I think it's a, it's a big, big step forward for them so. James, let
1: me just give you an update on the way this show works I'm about to receive a couple of hundred tweets Saying that you're not really a Rangers fan that, That's just the way it works But I know you've been on loads of times speaking about Rangers So I'll vouch for you
12: Thank you. Um I so yeah, but generally you know, feels fair's fair. Um I try and be is is unbiased. I hope we win every game but you know, if we get out like what we did what like, uh, I did last week, hands up they did um they deserve their victory. But um overall, um I think Gio's done a great job as well, to be fair. Um, I think he's taking the team forward. But at the end of the day when you look at the points different from last season to now halfway through this season it's it uh, makes it a lot more interesting But I have a lot more nervous so. If it isn't
1: it's fair enough It might never catch on But praise for for the job And opposition managers doing Is absolutely fine a, a good enough job To deny Rangers the title or, or do they still Kick on and retain it As far as you're concerned
12: um, We still kick on and win it um, I think the I think the game At game will can put completely different um, I think it's probably The wake up call Some of the players needed And I think Geo's response Are dropping Kamara And um, I think it just shows you It's a like, bit like last season If you ain't good enough You're quite happy Getting dropped they will bring in so brought in Somebody that's going To do a job So you may be out For a period of time just just puts players On their toes So I think that would Actually In development a winner As the league But um, that's certainly My hope anyway Does
1: the injury To Ryan Jack Mean that Glenn Kamara's Absence from the team Is a short one though <laughs> James you know Does he just come back In tomorrow And, and fill that or, or have you got Another solution
12: Davis. I don't know why he's not got as much time in the team as as under um, Gerrard. I think Davis has been one of our best players for the last few years, but um, maybe the legs don't have it any, anymore. But I thought Lundstrom was amazing um, against Hearts uh, I think with Ramsey's going to be maybe not close to fit starting, but um, again, when you've got that depth of player, and it might just be the wake-up call he needs. Because if Kamara comes back in and plays these capabilities, we won't miss Jack at this stage. You know, as good as Jack's been.
1: Yeah I mean Gordon what do you make of that Because all of a sudden he added John Lundstrom's name to the mix From the weekend which I don't think many people um, anticipated
3: And he didn't let himself down Uh, I I thought he played particularly well Gordon I think Kamara needed that little bolt for me Um, He's he's a a very very talented player Of that there's no doubt But in recent weeks I don't think we've seen the best of him Um, You know he was put onto the bench And sometimes you look for a response As a manager you're saying right okay I've put you on the bench. There's an opportunity. Go on there and give me a response. And he certainly did that with a goal. I'll go back to James's point. I I do agree with him with Postecoglou about manager of the year. But I would throw another name in the hat. For me, there's two just now. Postecoglou is certainly one of them. And if Dick Campbell can <laughs> win the uh, the championship, he's certainly going to be in the running as well. This would
1: be the earliest we've ever had this discussion. It's very strange. No. And, um, I I don't mind it at all, James some of the stuff we were talking about coming out of the press conference today no start yet tomorrow for Aaron Ramsey are you fine with that have you got patience or are you like one of the other callers who's bursting to see him from the beginning
12: uh, Patience is an old firm fan um, maybe not um, I, I listen I'm just I, the sooner he gets on the more minutes he spends in the pitch from me the better I think he's capability wise and what he can do in a football pitch he's one of the best players that has been in Scotland for a long time I just love it if he gets in the pitch and shows it um, but listen I'd rather he takes maybe another game or two to go up to full speed Rather than Throw him in early And then lose him For four or five games So um aye, it's, I'd start him tomorrow if, if he was safe But no I'll give him mm. a couple of bench but, um, Sort of kind of a Performances And see what it goes from there Yeah,
13: Roger
1: Does this fixture still Go down as a banana skin Or Does the form of Hibbs? Suggest that this is um, A bit more straightforward For Rangers tomorrow Um,
2: Well They're six without a win Hibs I saw them at the weekend Lose at home to St Mirren Prior to that They lost at home to Livingston With a rather drab draw Against Hearts at home In between that So They're not The Hibs That would Maybe have come and Worried Rangers In previous seasons Um, I would expect Rangers to win the game Tomorrow Having watched Both teams At the weekend Rangers to me look A good bit ahead of Hibs And it would be a major shock Oddly enough I I thought Hearts would give Rangers More of a challenge on Sunday Than they ended up doing Yeah I don't think Hibs Are as good a team as Hearts Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online, football.
1: Thank you very much, James. It was nice to hear from you. Now it's your chance to step up to the plate if you're feeling brave enough on Beat the Pundit. It's 01419511025. You have to call before seven o'clock and you can take on Roger Hanna or Gordon DL if you get your call in and your name comes out the hat. So let's hear from you. Beat the Pundit is next.
0: Tackle the headlines. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 To get in touch and have your say It's been a busy old start It was a quick hour wasn't it That first hour I have to say Uh, Hearing from Giovanni Van Bronkers Ryan Jack out injured No start yet for Aaron Ramsey And could start contract talks with Alfredo Morelos uh, Sun ish Ange Postacoglu Talking about Turnbull and Kyogo's Timeline as well uh, And Celtic being a bit more clinical So if you've got any thoughts On those topics Feel free And of course We will move on I'm sure And discuss whatever else Is out there After we play this Beat the pundit With the
0: Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash football
1: Just at a brainwave During the news right? It doesn't mm. happen very often I just feel like as an experiment, if it's Roger Hannah, I actually think we could up it to minus two. I think yeah. I think his handicap needs yeah. tightened. I think we I think we could go minus two. Yeah, I'm
3: quite happy I go minus one because I'm in good form.
1: Behave yourself! But he's been on minus one for ages. He still wins more yeah. often than not. I just think we sh- we could because also have you noticed new specs? Exactly, everything. You, the, never wear, the strands, uh, new, the you never wear is this new never. I don't think you usually wear glasses in ah, here
2: that, no, maybe not in here yeah I do wear them I've yep. never seen you wear them in here
3: yeah. really I, so a, you're I've trying to you. up the First intellectual thing, look big woolly jumper I no don't think that's
2: getting any, any bearing But it the demone during the break I'm not sure I'll get them back on now <laughs> 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 there's those screws yeah, a
1: bit But move on I think we could it might be Gordon anyway Ryan is on the line from Bishop Briggs how's it going Ryan
7: yeah, good, good,
1: looking forward to playing If we upped Roger to minus two Would you fancy your chances? Probably not <laughs> At least he's <laughs> honest Right, heads it will be Roger Hanna Tails it will be Gordon Diel. Oh, He's off the hook, his tails Come on <laughs> After the big build up I'll get you next week We'll get you at some point Right, what's your run of form like? Because Hugh Evans, even he was on great form He, I was, he was brilliant than any Bottled oh, it last I, night I
3: won last uh, Thursday Remember in a tie break Oh,
1: first time ever Yeah I yeah. think that is right uh, Okay well let's give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to uh, And that way It's just you and I Ryan 30 seconds Answer as many questions As you can And if you don't know Just pass quickly And we'll move on To the next one okay Right good man Ryan 30 seconds Your time starts now <sighs> Name either player Who scored a brace At the weekend In the Premiership In Scotland I'll feed him it Name the only 40 year old To have played In the Scottish Premiership This season um, pass Which club did Scott Sinclair join Celtic from? Afton Villa. Which SPFL side did Lee Griffith sign for today? Falkirk. Which Sunderland player is nicknamed the Loch Ness Drogba? Ross Stuart. Who scored the only goal in the 2019 Old Firm League Cup final? Mr Dunberry Which MLS side did Sean Maloney play for? Whitecaps up okay. of a whitecap Okay let's bring in Gordon DL Gordon can you hear us? Yeah I can Don't blow this now You (sighs) lost last night We need the pundits to get back on track You ready? Okay Name either player who scored a brace at the weekend in the Scottish Premiership Name the only 40-year-old to have played in the Scottish Premiership this season
3: Um, McGregor
1: Which club did Scott Sinclair join Celtic from? Uh, Preston Which SPFL side did Lee Griffith sign for today? Falkirk. Which Sunderland player is nicknamed the Loch Ness Drogba? Uh, Stuart Uh, Who scored the only goal in the 2019 Old Firm League Cup final? Uh, uh, uh,
3: Quick,
1: quick,
3: quick Julian
1: Okay, what's the verdict Ryan? I think he's beat me the Julian one Mm, Let's find out, you both went Morelos for the first one You were both right, the only 40 year old to have played in the Scottish Premiership this season I think he's just turned 40 Hasn't he Yeah Alan McGregor Well done You got it right <sighs> And Ryan did not So you are 2-1 up Hang on. Just you wait Scott Sinclair Joined Celtic from Aston Villa Oh sure he did Ryan got it he and he played level. Preston didn't he He left Celtic for Preston
3: Ah the
1: question. Uh, So we're level You both knew Lee Griffiths for Falkirk mm. So we're still level We both knew Ross Stewart Was the Loch Ness <sighs> <and> Drogma <sighs> Both level Still level Which means It might come down to this But Ryan got one more question Than you You dilly-dallied uh, I did So who scored the only goal In the 2019 Old Firm League Cup final Was Christopher Julian You got it oh, Ryan did not oh, So the last question It comes down to the last question Which MLS side Did Sean Maloney play for Has Ryan equalised Or say, has he lost Roger Hanna His answer was Vancouver Whitecaps Oh, Chicago Fire Chicago yes. Fire, Ryan
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, well done Art. <sighs> I'll tell you what That was a good game I really enjoyed That's that That's very magnanimous of you That's I not really like you Can I, can I just that.
2: interject for a minute? on a chat about me getting minus two It does not say he would take minus one He's in such a good run of form Well there's another victory under your him. belt so does, does that not mean a no. uh, I don't
1: take this guy seriously oh, okay. ever. Especially when he says he could <laughs> go to <laughs> minus one Anyway
2: I'm
3: lucky Ryan, okay, Ryan Ryan I feel for you, you, you You've were... just come up against a guy too good for you tonight mate <laughs> <laughs> Good game Dan <laughs> Cheers mate Well Thank done you. Look at
1: that friendly Shaking of the hands oh, Pat on the back <laughs> Off you go back to Bishop Briggs yeah. With your tail between your legs Oh yeah. <laughs> nah, I thought Ryan was good That was yeah. a good game What was the
3: score? 5 Four. I'm happy with that That was a good result And you've tonight. pulled
1: Julian Right out the bag That was like Last seconds I was
3: That's why Your pal Ron...
1: Willie Is looking at his watch Whistles in the mouth
3: That's why Ryan Got one question <laughs> more <laughs> yeah. I had to take my time there It's not just about You've got to get The right answers Gordon Accuracy as well Exactly Not all good, about good. speed It was a good result That's 2 out of 2 yeah, okay. Gip, Where's this Arthur when the league table I must be climbing Right up there yeah, played, he, played 95 He likes to update
1: them Every now and then I think it gives him Something to do He listens to them all back Because he's, remember he's, Good he's,
3: result, Roger he's, a, he's
1: in the States He can't listen live And he <laughs> he Takes his time Goes back over Collates them all Puts them in a nice spreadsheet I think
3: it was a wee uh, Try at Roger's glasses It just sort of uh, Brought something to me I think so?
1: Yeah could you, you couldn't see the answers From here could you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Probably could But then uh, right,
1: Anyway 0141951 1025 Is the number And it's Twitter at clyde s s b. Let's bring in James, who's a Celtic fan in Port Glasgow. Uh, James, what's your point tonight?
14: Good evening, Gordon. Gordon, Roger. evening, James. A very simple point, really. Okay. This year's championship is going to be worth forty to fifty million pounds, no matter who wins it. In Glasgow, we have this illusion: second place is not good enough. So I'll ask you the question. If Celtic one, which I hope we do, is Ange a hero? Or if Ange finds the second, is he a loser? Because that's the reality of this life in Scotland. Who do you think might win the league now, but will they be classed as a loser if they finish second?
2: Roger? Um, listen, the, the sad reality, James, is in Glasgow, yes, they probably will. Um, which I think would be harsh on either Ange Postacoglu or Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, I'll tell you why, because when Ange came in last summer... The expectation was that he would finish second And he, he's done a, a terrific job um, He is very level-headed He is playing an entertaining style of football And his recruitment's been terrific If you look back at the game against Rangers last midweek I think nine of the team that started were Postacoglu signings um, He has gone and got players that he knows and trusts Kyogo, Hitate, Maida, players like that He's got more out of Tom Rogic's countryman this season. So whether Celtic finish first or second, I think Ange Postacoglu has been a success this season. And as for Giovanni van Broncos, I think it's difficult to judge, even if Rangers come second, it'd be difficult to lay all of the blame at Giovanni van Bronkers door coming in mid-season and only having that one window to you know add players to his squad. So to answer your question, yes... Whoever finishes second Yes well, probably yes, but no. Is that, is that your
14: answer? Y- yes, but it's unfair <laughs> is the um, answer. The reason I was asking is because of what's what the jackpot is this year, yep. fifteen million. You think what that could do for Celtic to buy players? Well, Rangers, the same thing. You've got a head start for the following year or two years in the next two primerships with £50 million sitting in the bank and you're sitting with hee-haw. It just seems unfair on both managers. When you think ah, I Angie to start, maybe you're actually Newham. The first couple of games, we were pretty poor. We won a couple of 4-0s and 5-0s. Then we lost in Europe and lost in the league. But he seems to know what he's doing. The whole point this year is... This Jack, this carrot is sitting there, which hasn't been there for over ten years. So it's massively mm. important to both sides of the old firm who gets the fifty million and who will who will be seen as a mm. loser. Quite sad, isn't it really? Again,
1: sorry to try and sort of blur mm. it in, in the middle, Gordon, but there, it just depends the way you use that word. Right? James is right in the sense that if you lose the league, you are you're, you're, you're losing, the loser, yeah. obviously. But you know, you know, are you? Are you a loser? Do you know what I mean? Are people going to brand you a loser? Ange, there is a, there's a there's a whole host of scenarios here where whichever manager doesn't win the league, you know, Ange Postacoglu might win a cup double and, and finish a point behind mm. Rangers. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst might win the Scottish Cup, take Rangers deep into the Europa League and finish a point behind Celtic. So obviously the, the difference... The league's always the priority But as James points out It's this automatic Or should be Automatic Champions League entry We've not had it in a while And it's Really putting the spotlight on it this season
3: Yeah, whoever finishes second Of course the supporters are got to be Extremely disappointed, Gordon Of course That's just the way it works In this city But I think Rog summed it up there When he's talking about The start of the season I don't think Any of us Pundits in here Fancied Celtic to to win the league. I think if we're being honest, I don't think many Celtic fans exactly. thought that either. Now they're right in there, uh, as James. They're right in there, fighting for his carrot now. As, as, as there's a caller was saying there, uh, and I think it's going to be a very tight um, league indeed, right to the wire. Uh, no, I think that looking at both managers, I think. Uh, Van Bronckhorst had a, a, a better advantage He inherited a very good squad A very strong squad So I think he would be probably more disappointed But for Postacoglu to come in I thought this season would be a case of Yeah they would finish second Good cup run See an improvement It's been different class from.
1: Well, What about you though James? I mean you're the Celtic fan You've got the, the vested interest here Fans Postacoglu was to make a title race of it Fall short f- You know Finish narrowly behind Rangers But you've already won the League Cup I, I don't know what happens With the Scottish Cup D- Do you take that As as a bit of progress And as a-, a step in the right direction Compared to You know What it was last season
14: I think if you look from the start of the season To say The first 12 games We had a bad patch Then we picked up Which we definitely did And You see these signs of improvement We certainly had a lot of players that- That's the way it goes When you look at it now so The League Cup Is successful you win the Scottish Cup you're successful But that doesn't give you 50 million pounds The League Cup Doesn't give you that Nor does the Scottish Cup It's only the league This is why I'm saying This year yeah. It's the first time In many many years There's more pressure On both managers To try and get Their team over the line yeah.
1: It also doesn't guarantee Anything though jo- James does it because I get the point This is the first time In a while That we've had What should be Automatic Champions League But remember Brendan Rodgers Took Celtic To the Champions League Group stages twice And the dominance over Ranger Didn't last anywhere near as long As people thought it would On the back of that
9: you look at uh, His
14: record uh, Brendan Rodgers Didn't have a team That Ange Who had He did He had about 8 or 9 players Who didn't know Who was staying There was Dembele There was Ayer Who didn't want to be there There were several players Brendan Reuters didn't walk into that scenario. No,
1: no, no, I get that. I'm not, I'm not comparing the challenge. I'm talking about, you know, you're talking about the importance of getting the Champions League money. Of course it's important. I would be crazy to suggest not. But Celtic got it twice. And at that point, we had people saying, this is it. Celtic are 10 years ahead of Rangers, 15 years ahead of Rangers. And obviously, that didn't turn out to be the case.
14: He's the but whole, the whole point of the matter is. I feel for the two managers because they're doing their best through different circumstances, but it's not nice to repeat yourself, but the Scottish Cup doesn't give you 50 million and now there's a week Cup. It's got to be the Champions League where you can take giant strides over your rivals for the next two to three years. That's what I think. Yeah, listen,
1: anyway. there is that. There also, you, you still might get into the Champions League if you finish second, Roger. That, yeah. that, that's what we, I think we've, Almost forgotten yeah. about that Yeah you can still go through the Of conference. course it's much
2: harder but Interesting you get point chance. In the middle of that You, you wonder Brendan's team against Angie's team Who would win that It's
1: a good debate For another day um, Don't think we've got time To start that do we <laughs> I don't know A couple of minutes to the break yeah, You can pick up your phone And, and let us know if you want um, This whole Second is nowhere in Glasgow Sort of idea That, that James is mentioning It's kind of true on, on one hand We get that yeah. But, but the, the reason that it's not actually sustainable To properly have that mindset what What's the what's the extension of that idea then? You sack Ange Postacoglu if he finishes second Or you sack Giovanni Van Bronckhorst no, If no, he that. finishes second And then therefore What happens next year? Do you just constantly bin the manager Who that, finishes second every season? That was, a kind of, that, that was season?
2: the kind of point it was making To James you know, He was saying he's a second place guy A loser Yes he would be But I think Regardless whether it's Giovanni or Ange That would be unfair to label them that For the reasons we've already discussed Ange came in and had to reshape the entire football department at Celtic and has done so um, very quickly and thus far quite successfully. Giovanni came in mid-season at a time when Rangers probably weren't expecting a managerial change, has had to pick up someone else's team, has only got one transfer window and is just trying to get Rangers... To successfully defend a title with a team that isn't, do you not know think for
3: the first time in a long time, Roger, both managers could end up with successful seasons? If, if, if you if you tie it all down to you know who could win the league, and uh, you're right. If Hans Postacoglu for instance, finished second, he's already got a league cup in the back Look at the difference in Celtic just now. We've been here before, not, not even that long ago. Stephen
1: Gerrard, yes, yeah. didn't win the league. Yeah didn't win cups but Rangers fans felt they were moving in the right direction they felt that the European performances were proof of that Mm -hmm. and uh, eventually
3: and I I do agree with uh, Roger as well and if fans Post-Locoglu goes on to win the league then you're not going to fire Van Bronckhorst you're obviously going to give him the time for next season because he's just in the door so uh, it's all just—I I know what James is saying about the money, but it's all about the the bigger picture for me. Thank
1: you to James. Let's bring in Andy, who's also a Celtic fan. Must be pretty happy with the way things are, are sitting at the moment, Andy. I'm
15: absolutely over the moon. I hope I did a wee bit better than the last time I was on. To be honest, I ended up getting battered on Twitter. But anyway, oh no! What did you do? Uh, Remind me. Uh, what I did was I uh, 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 basically questioned the wisdom, uh, the same as Thomas has done the night to govern, I, quiz- I questioned the wisdom of Rangers signing uh, Aaron Ramsey uh, and, and the financial implications of that, so somebody put me on in one of the masks that Gordon used to use Uh, On Twitter (laughs) So I got battered all over (laughs) I got battered all over Twitter uh, With the Rangers fans Which was quite humorous But anyway I'll calm it doing the night Just to make sure I'm American friendly
4: Uh,
15: But uh, You know A a couple of points One of the the, What I would say is Ange Postacoglu Has probably Reiterated the point I feel Celtic are far more clinical now I actually think They were better on Sunday Than they were last Wednesday Uh, and and I genuinely believe that this Celtic team will win the league, Uh, and to throw a wee grenade in at your last point there about who's the failure and and, and whatever, the only thing you could probably put in that argument is Giovanni uh, Van Bronckers came in, he was six points ahead of uh, Postacoglu, so that might just sort of throw a wee bit of balance in there, you know? Uh,
1: Do you know what, I've just realised, or I've been informed about what type of mask Andy was Portrayed in uh, on Twitter and just <laughs> refers to it as one that you used to wear.
3: Oh, is it
1: I, I can't, I, I cannot go there on a family show. So I think you'll, you take <laughs> take from that. What,
3: <laughs> take
1: from that what you will. Um, I mean, even at twenty past uh, seven, there's yeah, no right. chance.
3: No, no, uh, there's no chance I'm going there either. Well, let's not us get zi- tonight. Get a zip at the back <laughs> if that helps.
1: <laughs> uh, Roger, what about Andy's? Po- Andy says that Celtic so were better against Motherwell than they were against.
2: Uh, Rangers um, Would you go along with that? Well, very good in both games So it um, maybe beauty is in the eye of the beholder In terms of that um, Interesting to see if they can keep it up At Aberdeen tomorrow night Aberdeen are in uh, the depths of a slump again Their own supporters turned on Stephen Glass At Livingston at the weekend um, I would expect Celtic probably would go up there And continue to play the way they've been playing And Rangers been a point behind Are just going to need to keep playing The way they played against Hearts And listen We should be excited at this Gordon Because last season Rangers won the league by 25 points In previous seasons Celtic won the league by However many points it was In each of the individual seasons I think everyone has got the appetite For a really close title race We said to one of the corners Last Tuesday night On the eve of the Derby That nothing would be resolved By the result in the Derby Because we both felt it would go Post split we both felt it would go really down to the wire mm. And nothing that's happened in the last seven days Has really dissuaded us from that notion that just where we round off this
1: section Talking about Celtic Let's hear a bit from Callum McGregor I meant to do this earlier It was very busy He says Chris Boyd's reached out to him Over recent comments about his injury And protective face mask And the Celtic captain said <laughs> I should have said we're keeping <laughs> the mask section together Ah, oh, can, re- can we rewind so I can make that joke? No, anyway Um the Celtic captain says he's now ready to move past it.
14: You know, listen. Obviously, when you you know you first see the comments, it's it, it doesn't make great reading. So, you know, um, firstly, that's you know that it doesn't look good in that sense. But you know, obviously, it's been sort of rectified um, since then, and you know we have had the chat as well. So, you know, it's put to bed now. It's it's absolutely fine. We just move on. You know, I think he recognises it was a poor choice of words in, in the beginning, and. You know, for me then, you know, that's it. We've had a chat, we move on and, and it's cool. Uh, yeah, just, they, they reached out, like I said, it was, um, you know, he recognised it was a poor choice of words. Like I said, we, we sort of move on for it. Um, we just want to con- concentrate on the football.
1: Just get visions of Gordon trying to play football in one of those masks that, that Andy was talking about. But um, on a more serious <laughs> note, uh, Roger, everyone's been very mature tonight. Giovanni Van Bronker's kicked us off, saying like, let's, let's, let's move on. Tough job for referees. Uh, now Callum McGregor
2: saying it's it's cool. We move on. Him and Chris Boyd kissed and made up. I don't think there's really anything to make up for. I mean, Callum says he was absolutely fine. Um, Chris the column, excellent column. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing about it is the 900-word column in the Scottish Sun last Friday morning was being critical of Rangers' performance in the old fun game. It was all really criticism of Rangers. It certainly was not criticism of Callum McGregor, who was outstanding in the game. As Chris reflected in the column Um, I think he then reflected Chris Thought he maybe had to clarify what he meant By that sentence in the column Clarified it the following day in the newspaper He then spoke to Callum and Callum, to use your word, he was very mature He knew what Chris meant initially And is absolutely fine with the whole thing He has drawn a line under it and I'm quite sure everyone has drawn a line under it now
1: uh, Roger can say what he likes But if mm. Pundit calls Celtic captain And clarifies what he said And Celtic captain says it didn't look good in the first place And he accepts that I'll stick by kissing made up if Roger doesn't mind
3: Yeah, certainly there's it's a kissing make up No doubt But listen, nice to see It's, it's all about love tonight in the show <laughs> <laughs> right, I wish you hadn't said that
1: uh, Thank you Andy 01419511025 We'll get a teaser And more calls next
0: Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard
1: Get your pen and paper Or maybe even I need to Move with the times Get your notes up On your phone Open and get ready For this question Because it's a cracker And it's been sent in By the Crazy Pony To full time At Clyde1.com So if you want to hear your question used That's the way you do it You send us an email full time At Clyde1.com Around half past seven every night I give your question to the pundits And see if they can come up with the answers Between now and the end of the show Your question tonight is I've got the answers here Can you name the last eight old firm signings That arrived with a league winner's medal From the previous season? What a question that is Can you name the last Eight old firm signings mm-hmm. That arrived With a league winner's medal From the previous season Now it would be Top division only From wherever they've come from yeah, yeah. But mm. Any that spring to mind
2: What about um,
1: Dyson Maida No Yokohama At- did not win
3: The Oh no, runners up Atati. Yeah Which team did he come from uh, the team that won the league Of course <laughs> Kawasaki f- Yeah Won it Well Front done
1: Frontali. yep um, Well done Rio Hatati. I think they won it twice actually Didn't they Twice in a row I think yeah. Any more for any more Good question that I like G- it James Sands Yes One New York and... City Okay we'll leave it there Can you name the last Eight Old Firm signings That arrived With a league winner's medal From the previous season Top division only some of these you will not get I don't think But we'll see how you go Two learned gentlemen like you uh, I mean Roger's got the glasses You want to beat the pundit So it's all set up quite nicely We're going to speak to Colin In Cumbernauld very soon indeed Let me just hear from some other managers I like this Roger In newspaper speak I don't know if this qualifies as a spat Does it? We've not had a good old managerial spat For quite some time uh, that's Is that the only place that word's ever used In the, in the tabloids
15: mm, no, You don't no. say it in
1: everyday You know, I've, I've never heard of You don't ever say it in the pub Or there was a spat It's just always written down It's always about football as well It was
2: mainly in the house I used to have spats but I think we move
1: on from that quickly But I, I don't know if there's one brewing here Between Jim Goodwin uh, and oh, Sean Maloney oh, yeah. Well that was at the game I know all about this Gordon Right so Jim Goodwin says He's disappointed in Sean Maloney's post-match comments The Hibs boss said that they should have won What was it 3-4 or 5-0 I think he said 5-1 um, but Jim Goodwin strongly disagrees.
13: You know, we've been limiting the opposition to um, to very few chances. Uh, albeit Hibs had two or three um, good opportunities at the weekend, but you know Jack Anik made two very very good saves in particular. But um, yeah, I mean, look, the clean sheets are important, and, and thankfully, you know, Hibs didn't score the five goals that, um, that their manager thought they should have done. I mean, look, I I know Sean Maloney a, a long time and I'm certainly not going to get into a, a war of words with any manager um, publicly, you know, but I was, I have to say, uh, slightly disappointed with those comments because I, I thought it was, um, you know, I thought my players deserved a bit more respect than that, to be honest with you. Uh, and there was a, a certain highlights show as well on Saturday night that I thought that is a complete disservice as well. Um, you know, you would swear that, my boys never kicked the ball Hibs hardly got out of their own half In the first 45 minutes And I think anybody who was there um, Whether they're a Hibs fan A St Mirren fan Or a neutral Would agree
1: Love when managers do that I mean I'm not going to get into A war of words But I thought my player Deserved more respect uh, And Sean Maloney Responds He says he didn't mean any disrespect Towards Jim Goodwin Or St Mirren He just thinks they should Win the game
4: No 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 it's, um, Look I'd never uh, Purposely disrespect Jim I think he does a
12: fantastic job At St Mirren I've known Jim a long time uh, from when I was 15, 16,
1: that was just my opinion of the game. I thought the chances we created, um, we should have, uh, we should have scored. Uh, in my opinion, three, four. I think we had one of the Mueller uh, was given offside, which when he's one v one, which was incorrect. No, no, I definitely wouldn't disrespect
12: uh, Jim and Saint Marin. Um, they worked extremely hard. They took the chances when they had it. That's football. They took their chance. We didn't. Um, just from my side of it, I thought we should have,
1: we should have won the game. Dark performance Second half but of course um, That's my thing You have to say Fair play to Sean Maloney Doing the press conference Inside a washing machine As well So that was <laughs> good To hear from him um, It's not that high On the spatometer, Is it? Mm.
2: No but uh, Friendly listen, spat uh, uh, <laughs> My disappointment Driving back from the game Easter Oden Saturday For Super Scoreboard Was that Jim Goodwin Had come in To do the post-match interview First before Sean Maloney had come in with his five-one line, because <sighs> we're a was... to have got oh. Jim there and then and put it to him. If the you heat know what I mean, battle. Uh, Saint Mirren were really good on Saturday. We said before the game we fancied that Saint Mirren would go and trouble Hibs. They did more than trouble them. They were really good. They scored the goal. Very good goal, well taken by Conor Ronan. Um, the lad Alec Grieve in his first start could have had a goal. Um, they caused problems and. Hibbs second half Had a little bust 15-20 minutes At the start of the second half Now fair play to Sean Maloney He changed the side He changed the formation He put Ewan Henderson on For Christian Doidge And it did make a difference And Jack Anik Had to make three saves In that 15-20 minute spell But It certainly wasn't A 3-1-4-1 a 5-1 game um, And I can understand why Jim felt a little bit Aggrieved about Sean's portrayal of the game Everyone was getting it The TV
1: Highlight yeah. editor I I can't speak on behalf of that person I don't really know
3: yeah, Quite quite uh, right too Jim Because you take enough criticism When you're not winning games Now it doesn't matter Going away to Easter Road is a difficult game First and foremost for St Man. They're in a good little run People should be talking them up And congratulating Jim It doesn't matter if You know they had to sit in And maybe get a, a result Which they didn't They're playing decent football They're picking up three points if I was Jim I'd be a bit uh, Peased off as well
1: Somebody knows That Jim listens to the show <laughs> You'd be That's, a bit What is that? I think Peased. that was Peased off that like? <laughs> That's what I said Peased Mushy <laughs> Garden Mushy yeah He's, um, not, he's uh, now uh, making up
3: words Yeah I was actually Going to say the other word uh, But <laughs> I'll get out it quickly I think that is
1: what happened You, you just merged yeah, the yeah, two Yeah, um, yeah We've did. all been there uh,
2: <laughs> having seen I love it, the way you were just getting to brush over that <laughs> Because I know what happened there He almost went for the Yeah, yeah. yeah I
3: did actually um, <laughs> A slip of the tongue as it's called in the radio
1: Just quickly before we get to Colin Having seen Hibbs then at the weekend How much better are they going to have to be To cause Rangers problems? Oh, about 200% um, <laughs> they, they, weren't,
2: they weren't great um, They didn't have Paul Hanlon They didn't have Paul McGinn Who was in the bench Which surprised me um, They're missing Martin Boyle and not just Martin Boyle's goals Martin Boyle had a great ability Because of his pace and his direct running To take a team up up the pitch Look how well Martin Boyle played in the League Cup semi-final against Rangers So they are missing him As teams do when they lose their top scorer um, They didn't look themselves and started with that three at the back And I know it's something Sean's been trying to persevere with Had to abandon it at half-time And they did look better I was really impressed by the lad Ewan Henderson That's come in from Celtic I thought he was really good in behind Kevin Nisbet and I would imagine they would start the game at Ibrox tomorrow night, but they will need to improve markedly if they're going to trouble
1: Rangers tomorrow. Come on, Colin, as a Rangers fan, that must give you some confidence. Hibs have been beaten by St Mirren. Roger Hanna, it doesn't sound like he's giving them much of a chance at your place tomorrow.
16: Oh, hi, lads. Good evening. Roger, Roger Gordon, hi. good evening. Good uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller, so good to speak to you. What made you call
1: tonight, then? Thanks for letting me
16: through. A couple of points. i phoned up... earlier this evening Mm -hmm. regarding what we spoke about at the very start of the programme Ryan Jack honestly well yep Ryan Jack and the referees Um, but just what's been discussed recently I have got to admit hands up being a Rangers fan yep Posse Coglu has been Celtic's greatest signing for the past six, seven years what he's done to that team in six, seven months is remarkable so as much I hate to say it fair play to them
1: did you expect then based on that Colin did, did you expect Rangers to be sitting sort of comfortably at, at this point in the season
16: before the winter break I did but again since then it's been that kind of cost the Rangers have had maybe the past three or four years since under Gerard as well everything seemed to be going not too bad for the winter break then things started to fall apart by bringing the winter break forward Yes, the SPL, the government on that Yes, we did the right thing By getting the, fa- uh, the fans back in and stuff mm-hmm. But it seems to have came to a Rangers detriment Once again Because jail started Not too badly But since then, come back Aberdeen, Hearts A struggle against Libby It's been It's been two different sort of teams If you know what I mean yeah. Do you think it felt like a, a corner turn though?
1: At the weekend, given the wind, but also the nature of it,
16: it did, yes. Because, as much as watching, as I say, as much as I've got to hold my hands up, um, watching Celtic as entertainment, it is good to watch, but not when you're know, on, on the other end of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but I would say Rangers absolutely have our tarts without getting even out of really third, fourth gear if they wanted to. I, do you know what that, I mean? yeah. Um, Okay, it's been mentioned over and over again since Sunday That Morelis was just out of this world So what a difference he was
1: I'm thinking about the mood that Colin and the fellow Rangers fans Gordon, if you're going along tie to Brooks tomorrow How quickly things can, can change Can you imagine had Sunday gone not to plan Maybe even a draw, held at home to hearts He'd be going along tomorrow pent up with rage and frustration before they even get there. But not only do you he beat Hearts, it's done in such a convincing style. And I, in my head, I checked myself about that phrase, you know, turn the corner, because relatively speaking, given where Rangers have been, it, it, it was something that needed turned, but only one point behind, you know. It's not like this is a disastrous run of form. It just so happens that it's Ross County, it's Aberdeen, and it's Celtic in, in relatively short um, period of time.
3: Yeah, after the winter break, the break, the, it took them a bit of time to get going. I, I, I think that uh, looking at their form On Sunday, they've got a lot of their top players back. Obviously, uh, Morelos come back and and was terrific man in match for me. I thought it would probably. Uh, his best game for a long long time the Rangers strip I thought they led the line brilliantly added to his two goals big boost Ryan Jack yes we know he's missing tomorrow night they'll get one or two new signings still to bed in I think it's going to be difficult haven't with Roger I think now that the the winter break's now behind them they're starting to get up to speed you look at the pace at Celtic are playing at I think it's going to be very difficult for other teams now to take points off Celtic and Rangers I don't imagine Hibs going to Ibrox and getting anything tomorrow night. Um, I think Rangers will be going from Sunday. They'll be ready for that game. That game's come uh, three days later. They'll be looking forward to getting more goals and clean sheets and they'll be on the front foot against a struggling Hibs side. Topping and up th- the super scoreboard golden goals yeah, pop while I, they're at it. And I think up at Pataudri Celta will be exact yeah. same going. I think these two teams now over the next coming weeks, I could be wrong. I'm not going to put my neck out there. I, I just think they'll, they'll get a different gear to them.
2: If Rangers win the league, and I think it's 50 50, if Rangers win the league, the supporters will look back on Sunday against Hearts at Timecastle as the defining moment of the season. Because had they dropped more points off the back of that old firm defeat at Celtic Park, I think it would have been a really big ask to come back. Mm. And yeah. I think the victory. And the way they performed has given them a foothold in what is going to be a thrilling title race. And if they win the title race, the 5-0 against Hearts will be the one to look back on. Colin, we're
1: a bit pushed for time. Will you give us a call back some other time?
16: Yeah, no worries,
2: mate. Look forward to Good
16: it. Good,
1: man. Thank you very much my call. Nice to speak to you, Colin and Cumbernauld. Quickly, you two, can you name the last eight Old Firm signings that arrived with a league winner's medal from the previous season? Top division only, so guys like Rayo Hatati. Who came here as a a Japanese champion? James Sands, who came here as an MLS champion.
3: Roger's given me the confidence to go for us. Juranovic, Leggy Warsaw. Well done. Roger, I'm.
1: Oh, don't like That's that a, silence, I must no, admit.
2: No. What about Morelos HGK Helsinki? Yes, well oh. done. We are
1: halfway there. We'll get the four remaining answers and more of your calls next.
2: Number
0: one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Roger Hannah and Gordon Diel are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're about to speak to Simon on the phones. But let me quickly revisit this teaser tonight Now remember If you want to submit a question And get it used on the show The email address you need is Fulltime at Clyde1.com So you send the questions The pundits try the answers And usually they fall a little bit short And I need Mm. to dish out some clues So let's see how we go tonight Can you name the last 8 Old Firm signings Who arrived with a league winner's medal From the previous season Now it must have been the top division Wherever they came from So Morelos did it James Sands did it. Rio Hatati, Josip Juranovic.
2: Go on, Roger. Read them out. That's four current players anymore. What about volleyball and Golly No. Go rapid. No. Michael right. Lustig from Rosenberg. Nope. Barisic. No. <sighs> so if it's not Barisic, it's not Gresdan, is that right? No. Fiaschenko Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Did Cedric Eaton come from the Swiss champions? You're struggling here
3: You did well You got the first four The lad for Ajax who's was his name again? Don't,
2: Burick, don't waste my time with him no. Not Cedric no. Eaton, no? No Were Anderlecht champions when and no. Were signed? So we're down there What about the Mexican lads? Carlos no, no, Peña no, 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 Herrera Paul no. Anderson <laughs> Stop it <laughs> he, Were when Jeremy Tollian signed Were Dortmund the German champions? No <laughs> oh, That's a good question Tom there Rogic is, There is one...
1: More, who's currently at Celtic. Mm. Then there is a couple of former Celtic players and Jota. one, no, and one former Rangers player. Ooh, you'll never get the Rangers one. I think it's for every in everyone's interest that you just forget, forget Rangers, about that right, one just right, now.
3: Okay,
1: I mean genuinely, like
3: never get nah. it.
1: Um, maybe someone at Celtic Maybe didn't have that far to come Now I know it said It was a league winner But that doesn't mean You've come from Scales Yes Well done oh. Liam Scales Shamrock Rovers League of thing. Ireland Premier Division Winners okay Three to get We'll try and get mm. them Let's bring in Simon Who's a Kilmarnock fan This time tomorrow Simon You'll be feeling a bit more uh, Vocal than you are right now I'd imagine
5: Yeah hi guys How's it all doing, doing? It? I Hope you're well um, Yeah really looking forward To, to the game tomorrow Um you know, I've been listening to you talk about uh, the uh, the fairy tale as you're calling it. We are both, but every fairy tale has to have a bad guy, and not every fairy tale <laughs> has a good ending. So, um, I hope with come on, like, you know, we were somebody actually mentioned this before. Like, we've got Derek McInnes, who isn't exactly universally liked in Scotland. We've got Kyle Lafferty, who I think you could put in the same bracket. So Kumarlock I guess are gonna to have to be the bad guys this season, um and try and end that fairy tale. It's only four points. I think if it was in the premiership with four points, you wouldn't be talking about the league even being like in question. So I think it's uh i have got a a really good chance still. Um we're really bad on the telly. I don't know what it is. We've been really our worst performances this season have been in the BBC. So everybody always thinks we're we're a bit worse than we actually are. But um but yeah, really looking forward to the game tomorrow, as I say. Um
1: What's it like Simon Knowing that the rest Of the country Wants our both To win the league Oh it's
5: nice I kind of like <laughs> it You know We're never really For for the last maybe Ever since I've been A Kilmarnock fan It's always been a bit like You know Everybody's been a bit meh towards Kilmarnock And nobody really has A bit like Motherwell Nobody's really got A bad thing to say About them But nobody really You know Hates them either But the, mm-hmm. Kilmarnock like, Got the plastic pitch We got Steve Clark Who who ruffled a few feathers And seemed to be now yeah, A couple of people's dislike team. So uh yeah, I, I quite like that. But um, you know, using the wonders of modern technology we can see the, the ticket sales uh online and I'm really disappointed in the air crowd. You know, they're they're struggling to get eight hundred fans, which for a Derby is just this really, really poor. Um, you know, hopefully there's a few late sales tomorrow. But the ticket sales, you know, it looks like the estimate could be around eight thousand. So most of those obviously Co fans which would be a great crowd. Um yeah, really looking forward to the game But as I say With the air fans not getting in there in the first game And then them agreeing to the postponement to move it uh, Earlier to And they asked for a, a percentage A guaranteed percentage of the gate In case there was any restrictions For them only to get hundreds 100 It's a bit of a slam in the face to air as well
1: Yeah, well we're in good company Former Air United manager mm. here And one of the f- Finest Football figures In all of Ayrshire And, and Roger Hanna as well So you take it away I don't know who
3: wants to go I'm, first I, I'm a bit surprised About that Gordon Only 800 Because I remember down there In my first one I couldn't believe The excitement I used to speak to Bobby Wilkinson About it as well And we'd played And obviously The old firm derbies Up here But down there It was just Every single thing To the to the people of Versa And you know Wednesday night I, I thought that I thought that here would have sold out a lot more tickets. Maybe it's just because I'm not in the dugout. And they don't fancy their chances as much because had a fantastic record. The 800
1: of going are probably too young to remember you being the manager. It doesn't
3: matter if you just look back the record books. I don't think I even lost a I lost a goal against them.
1: The record books. Yeah, he says. I think I think if you go um, on to Google, Roger, I'm interested because Simon's right. You know, every everybody else and he knows it. Everybody else. If you're not a Kelly fan Or if you're not a fan of a championship team You want or both to win That's just the way the,
2: the way the league works at the moment Yeah, of course It would be a great fairy tale To use the word that we're using at the weekend If a part-time team could somehow win promotion Win the championship title And go up into the premiership We haven't seen a part-time team at that level For many, many, many years When, um, you, when you say that Do you know who the last one was, no? Because I, I don't I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think Were, were Clive Bank part-time when they were up in the no 80s? No idea Keevens is your man for that. Um, I think that might be. I mean, you could be looking 40 years since it was a part time yeah. team up in the top flight in Scotland, a bit of thought, Gordon. And it would be interesting to see if they stayed part time or whether they would go full time for you know, if they well, got Simon's, if,
1: don't bother because he says him. Kelly might we'll win the league anyway, and they might mm. both get up
2: because there's a playoffs as yeah. well. And if you know, but um, the, the commanding thing's interesting. The, the change manager, um, after Tommy Wright was lost in the fog. In that game against Infermline Derek's come in He's been given a bit of scope By Billy Bowie To go and add to the squad He's added young legs and the likes of Dylan Tate Dean Campbell Dan McKay's come into the team as well uh, And then the old head Kyle Lafferty Who's been there before And tends to score A flurry of goals At the end of a season So Simon will be desperately hoping That Kyle can pick up Where he left
3: off Against Inverness <laughs>
2: A a think I, in the I think the last home game I, I
3: think you'll be hoping They play better Than they did against the Broth I And mean, that's just because It was on the telly There was nothing to do with the telly Simon's were, telling you That's the reason absolutely dreadful I've got to say um, But I think I think the Derby's down there They're great games Great occasions uh, If I wasn't busy I would probably go to it Because it is a good game Clashes with Bath night Yeah
1: Yeah does the reception You'd get down there as well Well Simon We wish you as well as we can Even though everyone secretly Is backing our Broth Hopefully mm-hmm. we'll catch up With you soon No worries guys, thanks Good man, that was Simon Looking forward to the Ayrshire Derby uh, Tomorrow, what a night it is tomorrow Six big Premiership Mm -hmm. games uh, The Derby there as well We've actually got League One action tonight Do you know what, I still had so much more to get through tonight And we've just got out of time This sometimes happens, it's it's live radio Lee Griffiths is on the bench for Falkirk Roger, sentences you didn't think you would say 18 months ago, 2 years ago
2: Yeah, really interesting It's been quite the season for Lee Griffin in fact there's been quite a couple of seasons if you think back to a year past in the summer when Celtic left him behind when they went pre-season Neil Lennon didn't hide his um, annoyance with him and he's never really taken any of the opportunities since then um, it didn't matter whether it was John Kennedy in interim charge whether it was Ange Postacoglu in permanent charge whether it was James McPake in charge of Dundee he has had ample opportunities and I think if he doesn't show up well for Martin Rennie and Kenny Miller in the last three months of the season, you wonder what next season is going to mean mm. for League Gravis.
1: That's out of time already. This has been an extremely quick show. We need to round off this teaser. Go for it. anymore
3: Come on, Roger. Now again? No. Nope. Give us a wee clue, Gordon, Ooh. please.
1: Okay, the Celtic one. Still doing. came from the same club as Odson Edward, but he actually got a, a presumably a League Winner's medal.
2: Oh wow. Well. And he's still there
1: No You got the one that was still there Liam Scales
3: Oh Liam Scales So we did sorry. Timothy Weir Yes oh, Brilliant
1: Roger uh, Queen's Park 1 Dumbarton 0 Louis Longstaff With the goal uh, Right quickly Former Celtic defender Croatian Simunovic Yes And this uh, Rangers one is outrageous Absolutely outrageous He's Polish Oh wow Nischelz He's a goalie. You always say there's oh, a goalie. Ah,
3: goalie. Polish goalkeeper. It's not going to help you.
1: I don't think he ever played. I don't think he played any games Nichols, for Rangers. Are the that, that will not matter. I'll, MG.
3: M- there he go. MG. <laughs> no, I think
2: it was in 2016. Where did to go for it? Gostomsky. Oh yeah of course That's what you said to me a break now. Yeah yeah That was good uh, Right we'll leave
1: it there Right, Big night for Callum next Make sure you stay tuned The massive Brit show He's got interviews Updates and a Brit's mix From 10.30 So don't miss that And we're back at 6 tomorrow